It's Tuesday, January 15, 2013. While we were out, Shell Oil crashed in Alaska. Catastrophic heat wave and wildfires in Australia. Deep smog in China. Plus, it's official, 2012 was the hottest year on record in the U.S. Everything you've missed over our winter break and much more. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. 2012 was the hottest year on record, we think. The record book burst into flames. This is your Green News Report. Okay, yep, we're back. Happy New Year, Desi Doyen. Happy New Year to you, too. Now, I know you have a lot to catch up with since we've been off for the past couple of weeks, so I'll shut up, other than to note that out here in Los Angeles and out in Phoenix, the entire West Coast, it is absolutely freezing right now. Cold temperatures that we haven't seen in 50 years. Clearly, global warming is over. Congratulations. Except for that part where climate scientists say we can expect to see more extreme and intense weather events. Man, you guys got it coming and going, don't you? All right, what do you have for us? What did we miss over the last uh, two or three weeks since we've been off? Well, first, it's official. 2012 was the hottest year on record for the continental United States. That's according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. It was so hot in the U.S. How hot was it? That it was a full degree Celsius hotter than the previous record in 1998. Well, only a degree. That's not much, is it? Well, yeah, but you know, when Celsius is not Fahrenheit, that actually works out to be about four degrees Fahrenheit, which is quite a bit. Not to mention that these things are usually measured in tenths of a degree, which actually has quite a bit of impact. 2012 also ranked second for the highest number of billion-dollar weather disasters in the U.S., including Superstorm Sandy. We saw 11 disasters costing more than $1 billion each in losses. And of all the weather disasters around the world in 2012, the U.S. got 90% of the economic losses. And while we were gone, the federal government released an unusually blunt report on the latest national climate assessment. It's just the draft version right now, but it baldly states that the evidence is now unequivocal that these catastrophic weather events and devastating heat waves are now more frequent and intense due to climate change caused by fossil fuel pollution. It also bluntly states that if no action is taken, average temperatures in the continental U.S. could go up 10 to 15 degrees Fahrenheit in coming decades. However, a new study out while we were gone says taking action to cut emissions now could prevent up to two-thirds of climate change impacts. Catastrophic bushfires raged down under during our break. We saw um, tornadoes of fire, and uh, the next thing we knew, everything was on fire everywhere. And they're still raging. The wildfires are driven by a record heat wave in Australia that is so hot. How hot was it? That Australia's National Weather Service had to add new colors to their weather maps to reflect a new record high temperature of 129 degrees Fahrenheit. You mean new colors on the actual map when they show how hot it is here? Yes. What colors did they choose for 129 degrees? Purple. Woo, that's hot. During our break, air pollution in China was so bad. How bad was it? It was off the charts on a scale of zero. Zero to 500. Air pollution on Sunday in Beijing measured 755. Did they add any new colors? No, they can't see it. Oh, I see. They can't see anything because nope. of the smog. 
In Alaska, Shell's Arctic drilling rig ran aground on New Year's Eve while we were gone. It's now been towed to safe harbor after being rescued by the Coast Guard. No oil spill this time, but why did Shell decide to move its rig in a near hurricane on New Year's Eve? Well, a Shell spokesman told the local newspaper it was partly to avoid millions in Alaska state taxes. Uh, this is the same rig that was heading up to drill in the Arctic for the first time that the Coast Guard had warned against. Then the, the rig on the way up there had run aground, had all sorts of problems had to get out during a storm. It's been a disaster so far for Shell. Yep. Well, don't sound so happy about it. <laughs> in settlement talks over the BP oil spill in the Gulf, rig owner Transoceans agreed to pay $1.5 billion to the federal government. While we were gone, retail gas prices hit a record high for all of 2012, and so did big oil profits. Lisa Jackson stepped down as administrator of the EPA. Former Washington Governor Christine Gregoire is being considered as her possible replacement. The New York Times closed its highly regarded and apparently not indispensable environment desk. They say coverage of the environment now spans several departments. Overfishing has caused the population of bluefin tuna in the Pacific Ocean to drop 96%. Plus, a new study of ants has found BPA in their little ant bodies in samples from all over the world. Finally, Concord, Massachusetts became the first city in the U.S. to ban the sale of plastic water bottles. Well, that's good. Go Concord. But other than that, we better not stay away so long next time, There's apparently. too much to cover. Yeah, and too much goes wrong. For more on what happened while we were out, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Remember, you can always download us anytime via iTunes, listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher Radio or TuneIn Radio, like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.